0: To post grad and black, my name is Miles Dorch, aka MDZ.
1: My name is Amira, and you're probably wondering why we're talking right now. It's because Miles didn't pay his internet bill, and it's gonna shut off at at midnight. And unfortunately, we have to record at a later period. Miles, you care to explain why you didn't pay your internet?
0: Okay, first of all, before you put me on, before you put me on fucking blast, I do pay my internet bill. I'm the one who pays my bills. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I know that's funny. I pay my bills, baby girl. But um, no. My- I
1: help! my I pay my bills on time. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Do you, go you bills?
0: Bills? do you pay your bills? Yeah, I do. Okay. Glad you, you know,
1: you always want to come for me, but just know whenever you down and out, I'm going to make sure that I rub it in your face.
0: Baby girl. Okay. Do that. Go ahead and do it. Because guess what? I hope to God I'm never down and out.
1: Because I hope so too. If I'm, have- if I'm down and out,
0: you down and out with me. So don't do just that. Hell no. <laughs> Anyways. So today we are just going to have a general talk about some things that were are running through our minds um, over these past couple of days jotted down some questions and you know give give you guys some some insight on what we were thinking about throughout this week and few days because i know we just recently did a live and
1: you we know appreciate all the support
0: i was talking anyways before i was rudely interrupted yes we do appreciate the support and um I just want to start off by with saying Amira is preparing to go out of the country. So you guys pray for her. Um, you want to talk about your testing for COVID and things like that?
1: Let me just tell y'all something. So I, this beautiful, strong Black woman. Amen. Was in Detroit. And I was with my girl. I ain't going to hold y'all. You know, I got a little boo. <laughs> sign. shout out to her because she probably listens to this podcast shout out to you babe you hear me
0: yeah shout out to you baby oh we know
1: who you are we know who you are um yeah. so i was over there with her just kicking it doing our thing and um one of her family members tested positive for covid and it didn't hit me that oh my god i had just seen that family member like a week ago so what the hell am I about to do, then I got scared, because you know I can't do no traveling with COVID, and you can't even come back in the country, you can leave out the country with COVID, can't come back with COVID, and then it's just like, I got scared, because I started feeling sick all of a sudden, you know how you, you hear something, and all of a sudden, you just, oh my god, I got COVID, and then she was just like, babe, um, my throat was itchy, but it could have been this and that, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, if I can't go on my trip, I'm going to cry, literally cry. And it's like all the times, I, uh, possibilities for me to catch COVID, I want to catch it right now. And I can't get a refund from the trip because it's past the refund date. So um, I took a COVID test and it came back negative. Amen. And I'm actually going to take another COVID test on Monday because I am flying into Atlanta tomorrow and just to make sure, because once again, like I said, you cannot come back in the country if you have COVID. So it was actually her idea for me to take the test. And I'm going to be nervous again, because it just seemed like all these tests. But it was free. So I do recommend it. If you are traveling, just be safe. Um, we talked about the vaccine on our live. Miles, do you think you're going to be getting the vaccine? I think you answered that. But to people who didn't check out the live.
0: Yeah, for all y'all who didn't check out the live, I got something for you. No, I'm just joking. but um. Is you. Is you or is you not? Um uh, if the if the vaccine vaccine becomes mandatory, I will take it. But and I'm not about to just willy-nilly go get it. I'm not about to do that because I stay by myself. I barely see anybody, so I'm doing my part. I'm keeping clean, take showers, unlike somebody and washes my hands so i stay clean over here but um yeah i will get it when it makes when it's mandatory and plus um i feel like i'll get it maybe in the summer when everybody else has already gotten it so i'll let the other people who need it get it me i don't need it right now so anyways um today like I said we're just gonna talk generally um, I know that our podcast is geared towards corporate culture and cash um, I personally don't have anything to talk about in regards to um, corporate and cash because I'm doing just fine over here do you think do you have anything related to your 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 budgeting and your cash that you would like to share amira co-host
1: just quickly um as we all know i've kind of been or we don't know i've had my struggles with finances for not a minute but not like i didn't have a job or nothing it's just i had a little problem when it came to money management which is why i really want to get into this money coaching because a lot of things i feel like can help y'all but today I wouldn't I'll be going to stores now and i would be like my goal is to really be in my own space and be on a space that I like while I'm sitting here saving I've been like I'm gonna save money for this trip you know I'm already paying to get my lashes and stuff done me and my girl uh, my friend who I'm going on a trip with we were just sitting there like girl yeah, girl we were just like this $60, $80 for just our nails and on our toes? Girl, we're about to get a basic gel set because we already paying to get our lashes and we're just gonna sit down and cool. So we've been cutting costs. Okay. When I tell you we cut costs, I mean like we found ways to cut out certain things. Just like I'm already cute, I already spent money on my clothes. My nails is really not the most important as longs as they're they're done. I can't get long nails anyway because I can't type. So why would I overdo it? So it's just like being simple and just cutting the basics down to afford other necessities is sometimes I would say you don't got to cut it all out but balance it out what's what are you looking at me like that for
0: because for one you said I'm already cute
1: yes Miles is are you want to be a hater (laughs) I I look better than you on my worst days (laughs) okay
0: Okay. I was actually going to give you a better compliment but since you said that
1: oh wait,
0: wait a no, no 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 i was gonna say cute you should have been like gorgeous sexy beautiful but anyway. i'm
1: that, I never that two never that three four five
0: okay that 28
1: always the the big dollar the big sex the happy boo
0: are you that 28
1: i am the twenty-eight.
0: Do you want to tell the people what your not your name is?
1: Okay, come on.
0: <laughs> Anyways, we done messing with each other. But um, like I said, I don't have anything on the cash aspect and corporate. Um, I do pretty well with that. And all I have, like I said, tips, just be conscious of what you're spending. If you don't have the money, don't spend it and y'all got credit cards, you're going to have to pay that off. So if you don't have the money in your your debit account, don't use your credit card. And that's on what? Budget. Okay. Anyways, um, so just to take this to another direction into core to culture is what we over here, we talk about, you know, culture, any type of culture, things like that. But I do have a question to lead us into some topics to talk about. Um, I guess I'll start with this one. Um, this kind of de- relates to like family and parenting styles, things like that. Um, I know I sent you that um, post on Instagram a couple of days ago, and I can't remember what she was talking about, but I wrote down a question because it brought up a question in my brain. So I thought I'd ask you and see what's your thoughts on it um so
1: oh if you want me to go over the post i can to provide some back insight because i remember the post
0: okay go over the post
1: so the post that miles sent me was basically a real a tiktok of this girl explaining why we couldn't open up to family or our parents because our parents will constantly um get angry at us for making simple mistakes like spilling milk or breaking something and blow up on us and so in in internal it as a result it caused us as we got older to not want to share mistakes with our parents for fear that they might blow up more so then they'd be like why you never talk to me or you didn't tell me this or didn't tell me that and it's because in our heads when we do make a mistake we associate that with anger instead of a uh understanding parents so it makes us not want to do that because like in life she was like i like this a lot in life when you get older you realize how minuscule like something like spilling milk or breaking a glass or something is compared to real life issues you get what i'm saying yeah so that was what the post was about i mean you get what she's saying i should say
0: and yeah I you, you were you said it a, a lot faster and cut it down because I was about to do a whole story about it. But anyways, um, so the question I have for you in relating to that is, do you believe that? Do you personally believe that parents attach themselves like attach themselves to their kids? You know, when mothers and fathers have babies, you know, you they're a part of you essentially. But once you come out into the real world, you're your own person. But I feel as if a lot of times parents still attach themselves to their kids, like they want to know everything about their lives, which is fine. But, you know, when it comes to, like you said, speaking about mistakes or, you know, about sexuality, because that's a lot of times an issue that people don't like to talk about because of, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Do you believe that? Well, I already know your answer. You're going to say yes, that a lot of times parents attach themselves to kids, but that's right. adding on to that question is, do you think it's um, detrimental to kids development if, ki- if parents were to continue to like attach themselves and be on their, their kids hip for, you know, for example, like be attached to them 24 seven?
1: Yeah, um, so funny thing about it, we were just getting into like, I was watching uh, Jenny and Georgia and I only made it to pilot one um so first episode but the kind of backstory of the first episode is like how she's constantly on her daughter's back about don't be dumb I was an idiot I was 16 I got pregnant you know all these mistakes she made and she was put push projecting them onto her daughter trying to in a sense protect her daughter but also not realizing that she was pushing her daughter further away by not letting her daughter have her own experience right so I do feel like to some degree that's natural for your parents to have expectations for you. Um, the question about sexuality, why parents get so upset when their child is gay um, and this not has nothing totally separate from religious review, views, but it's because it's not the life they thought their child would have. And they, that's what they always say. I thought I have grandchildren or I thought this is always about them. And so I feel like when it becomes when the attachment is unhealthy to the point where your child cannot feel does not feel comfortable with themselves and who they are and don't feel accepted or respected, then that's a problem because when your child goes to a certain age and goes through their adult life, they need guidance. but if they cannot come to you because you it's their fucking life. Like at the end of the day, it don't have, no, you can only train your ch- child to be so, so much, but at the same time, you have to realize what's a reasonable expectation and what's something that is just totally bizarre. They're not going to live the life that you you feel like. So yeah, I do feel like, you know, that's, that's how I feel.
0: Yeah. And I agree with that as well. Um, I think that a lot of times parents, like you said, their parents, you know, parents always say you think that I have it? you know, I was 16 once, so I know how to, you know, how it was. But then again, times change. Every generation goes through different things. So they, so when parents say, yeah, I was 16 once, so I know what, you know, what, how 16 year olds act. No, it's not the case. But I understand like they're trying to protect us and everything. But, you know, a lot of times you know, I get this from my parents as well. They said, you know, my parents always said there's no blueprint br- blueprint to parenting and things like that. Yes, I understand that. However, you know, it's 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 a tough topic to talk about, you know, because a lot of times parents, you know, do their best that they they can to raise their children, but and sometimes it pushes them away and. You know that's just like a tough topic to talk about in any community that's black, white, Hispanic, Asian. So I just wanted to see your thoughts on that and just open it up for more conversation. But um, if you, whoever's listening, like Amir likes to joke, the thirteen listeners that are listening, you know, if you have any, if you have any um, similar stories, you know, shoot us a DM and maybe we'll talk about it on our next wednesday and our wind down wednesday will be due on instagram live so check that out 6 p.m central time you know figure the rest out in your own times but yeah Yeah. so um i want to go into another question just to keep it flowing Okay. i wanted to ask um what are your thoughts on about people coming back into your life after they see you succeeding so it's like if you were in a relationship, friendship, or you were in high school, college, and people are, you know, distance themselves from you, and they come back into your life just because you're succeeding and they see that the success that you have, but how do you? Well, how do you feel about that? And I guess I'll t- talk about my my thoughts on that.
1: I mean, you wasn't with me in the gym.
0: You wasn't shooting with, you wasn't shooting with me in the gym.
1: Okay. Um. I don't know. I feel like personally I have not had that I really have not had that happen. Um so I, I really don't know how I would feel. Like I I think it's just personal based on that experience. I mean, do you what how would you feel?
0: Um well, the experiences that I had um which it really wasn't as bad, but it's just like, you know, a lot of times people will see you succeeding, for example, like if they if they were to see my parents out in public or something, like if they hear that, you know, I'm from Topeka and if, they, if somebody were to hear Dorch or something and they look and they went to high school with me and they see somebody who's the same skin color as me, ask them, hey, do you know this stuff? And they say, oh yeah, you know, me and Miles were cool. We weren't. You know, why are you gonna sit there and lie, you know? So we- yourself we were, we were cool you know this is not he was so nice this is not and um not you, this and then man. let's say like my brother or somebody who knows me says oh yeah miles is doing this and that and it's like oh okay cool next thing you know somebody's trying to follow me on on a social media platform and it's like okay why why all of a sudden you want to follow me you know those type type of things i mean it's not it's not I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like, well, we can get into like toxicity in relationships. When you had a relationship and they, you know, dumped you or something happened.
1: Yeah,
0: cheated on you or something. And then they see you like you succeeding and they want to jump on that bandwagon. So I just wanted to see, like, get an understanding from you and see your viewpoint on that, um, because I mean, a lot of times we all, everybody talks about toxic people and get rid of toxic people, but oftentimes a lot of people don't know, you know, how to, de- you know, determine <clears throat> if somebody w- if somebody is toxic, or you know, or if they've changed. A lot of times people say, "Oh yeah, I've changed," but did they really change? They just do the same thing over and just try to come back into your life because you're succeeding and try to ruin it.
1: Exactly.
0: So I just wanted to see your thoughts on that. But you say you haven't gone through that. So you're a fortunate one.
1: I really can't. I can't really, you know, I can't really, really attest to that. Like, you know, I really don't know what I would say or do or even if I would care, like, okay, you're trying to ride the wave. But my thing is I'm so close knit to the friends and family I already fuck with. Like, I don't have no room for all that other stuff. You feel me? yeah so i mean that's just that though um
0: and i brought that uh, that question to the table because i was talking to somebody about it and they felt some type of way about how you know they they've been going through a, a rough time and then when they start going getting better and start you know succeeding or finding success and all these people start trying to jump on their way like where were you when I was at my low you didn't care right
1: oh that is true that's how people do it though I mean everybody I don't know that's you weren't with me when I was riding low everybody say that like people that's genuine stick by your side no matter what you're going through
0: yeah did you have a question you were going to ask me or what
1: no you see me stumbling a bit
0: No, before I start talking, you said you were about to say something, but if not, cool. But um yeah, I mean that's just how I feel about it. And it's not like I don't care about the people. It's just the fact that why all of a sudden, like I you know, even if somebody were to reach out to you and say, Oh, let's let's do something, let's get back together, and you just ghost them or you read the message and don't respond and then 3 4 months later you hear that um you know somebody's had is finding success in something then you want to jump in just because they okay. have you know so that's just my thought on it
1: how do you feel about the this is a completely different topic but how do you feel about prince harry and meghan
0: um i think that the queen of england she's scared and <laughs> I personally think that, well, she's scared. That's all I got to say because my thing is no matter what continent or country you come from, if your skin color is not black or anything else and you're just, you're like I say, Anglo-Saxon, I feel like a lot of times they're afraid of people who don't look like them because when people like who have melanin in their skin come into take over stuff that things start to change most likely for the better they don't want a lot of like you said in an earlier podcast black people tend to care more about things that you know other about other minorities or people in general because they've been oppressed and they just know how it feels to be at a lower state of mind so the queen, she needs to she needs to go ahead and go somewhere, go to a retirement home or something, and let Meghan and, ha- and Prince Harry do their own thing. And that baby they had, he's not even dark like that. So why are you even concerned?
1: That baby is not gonna be dark because Meghan is not even fully black.
0: It's just the fact that people like that are just scared of of change. That's just like the pre- like the election of presidents we didn't have a first black president until barack obama and why was that because people didn't want no black person running the country
1: i thought it was illegal i remember asking my mom when i was a little kid like is it illegal for black people to be the president
0: that's sad it is sad but i mean i'm glad it's changed because now black kids know that they can do something like that but the situation with that England should be in an uproar, and I bet they are, because this, I'm glad you mentioned that. Excuse me, sorry. Um, But me and Amira were actually gonna do a podcast on Jane Elliott, and Jane Elliott has been a advocate for black, well, prejudice and discrimination for a long time, and she, if you don't know about her, you need to know, and that's just on that. But she did a study in England, and there's a video on YouTube, and there's a lot of English people in there talking about England's not racist, this and that. Like what? Come on. And then there was an example that a, a white English lady was saying that, well, my husband goes to pick up, you know, in trying to, I don't, I don't know it word for word, but there was this light-skinned man talking about how he can't go pick up his daughter from school because of the way he looks. But when he's on the phone, he talks like he's white or Anglo-Saxon, like I like to say. But when he, in person, he's black, has curly hair dreads, and he's afraid to go pick up his daughter who's fairer skinned than him. And she passes more white than him because she straightens her the hair, things like that. And then this white lady want to say, well, my, my, my husband doesn't like to go pick up my daughter because he likes to wear shorts and stuff. And
1: Right. That little bitch with her ass
0: beat be scruffy and he doesn't like to get haircuts all the time you can't you can get a haircut you can put some pants on but he can't change his skin and it's things like that that are happening in america still and if it's happening in england it's happening in america
1: yeah i mean i don't know about us sometimes over here in this country i we we i don't know we are black and we are Americans and we unfortunately have absorbed a lot of American culture. Um, in addition to having our own culture, be just because of the circumstances of how we got here. And I just be like, back to the Prince situation. It's just like, how do you not know they was racist? Like, that's the bottom line of the question. You knew. you come on you know just like you know if your your grandma got a problem with gay people you know if your grandma don't like this don't like that so it's just like that's pretty odd to me um and then of course they, them coming to america out of all places to go for motherfucking because it's less racist that also shows them and people don't want to talk about this but it also it also points out the 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 privilege that girl will have because she's wealthy, because she has a white husband and because she's passing the privileges she have in America that we don't want to talk about. Just, you know what I'm saying? So like, if I was black and he said we we're going to America, I would be panicked because if I'm, a, me being a dark-skinned woman, being a woman who not just dark-skinned because it's not just about skin color, it's who features, you can be light-skinned and still, we still know you look black, who's not a not passing for white, um black woman if that makes sense um privilege will be a little bit different I would have more opportunities history has shown us what can happen if you can pass if you're fair enough to pass you know history has also shown us the privileges you get by marrying white by having mixed children you might still be black but they still have a little bit they have more of a privilege than for black people who are not mixed who look black All black, who are not like, what is it? Ambiguous, right?
0: Indigenous.
1: No, not that. Racially ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I know people gonna say that's not true. Yeah, I agree with you. But also, you know, sometimes people who are in the same, who are of different races and are biracial, get picked on a lot too. But however. If those biracial people are more more white, like you said, they do get more privilege. So I just wanted to. They get picked on, huh?
1: They on. We're not discrediting the fact that they will get bullied and stuff, but they have more privilege.
0: Yeah but the queen she needs to go she needs to go to a retirement home she needs to get put in a, nur- a nursing home or something and go somewhere else cuz at this time it's 2021 and you really you're worried about what a baby looks like and for her to even say this baby better not be too dark how are you going to how are you going to be that low down to talk about a, an unborn child
1: yeah but I hope the, the baby don't
0: come out looking like you It's like come on now, but I know that's an issue in the uh, black community too because a lot of times black people don't black people look for you know a lot of times black people don't want to be marry a black woman because they don't want they want their babies to have blue eyes or be biracial and have nice I, curly hair, so I know a th-
1: lot of people go ahead sorry
0: yeah anyways um but yeah it happens in all different it happens in the black community as well go ahead
1: a lot of people were shocked like oh my god did she ask that now mind you y'all grandmas used to be like oh you dating that black ass man i pray that baby don't be dark i pray he don't be too dark i pray that that baby nose don't be that wide i pray he don't get his daddy nose I pray he don't get his mama lips, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's, it's the queen said it and she's white, but we also have said it to our own people. You know, we also have questioned, just like you said, the color of somebody's skin. We also have said, don't go out in the sun. Don't stay in the sun too long because you are gonna get dark. We also have been tainted by this idea that whiteness is more, preferred is more superior than white so it's just like don't come on now so everybody who on the queen ass be on your own asses because i'm pretty sure you have said it yourself we have also said i want mixed kids with curly hair i want we have also praised north and we have put down blue ivy for the exact same it stems from the exact same thing and my friend said this she said it was colorism that got the prince to choose megan but it was racism that kept them away from the palace so we have we're speaking on two different things if you understand colorism colorism is probably why he did pick that kind of black woman let's be real and racism unfortunately she's not passing enough to for us to excuse the fact that she is partially white um black yeah
0: megan is not fully black herself so you know but yeah, I wanna promo our podcast again. We did a podcast on colorism. So if you haven't heard that, go check that out. But um, I want to, this may, I think this will go relate into everything that we talked about. And um, I think this may be our, my last question and we can talk about other things after that. But for you, for us to discuss a question that I have is, Do you think that kids subconsciously inherit their parents' traits when they're born? Like, let's say like, like we like the question I asked you earlier about how parents um, attach themselves to their kids. Do you think that once a child is born that subconsciously they inherit those same traits as, you know, as they get older, you know, obviously we have the same genes DNA as our parents. But those traits of, um, let's say, well, I'm just gonna let you have to answer that question.
1: Um, I'm gonna say yes. And the reason why I say yes is the same reason why I always say do your research when you are having a child with someone, you know, understand them as a person understand their parents, their upbringing, because I do strongly believe that certain traits are passed down through genetics. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's like you can, someone can act just like their father and probably never met their father in the day in their life. Can have the same mannerisms, characteristics, um, character traits. I really feel like a lot of things are passed down in blood, which is why it's very you should be very cautious when having kids with people. You know what I'm saying same reason but like you your daddy's child you act just like your daddy. The daddy probably ain't even in the picture. You mm-hmm. feel me so I, I really feel like DNA goes deeper than what we probably know. Science goes way deeper than what we have the capacity to study. But um yeah, what do, what about you?
0: No, I agree with you. Um I think that a lot of times you know, every I think all parents always say, like my parents always say, I don't know where you got your hardheadedness from. And my response being the smart Alec I am, sarcastic person I am, my response is, I got it from you. I got it from my dad. I got it from my mama. So anytime like my parents say that, I say, well, there's a mirror. Go look in the mirror and there's your answer. Mm. Why are you so this? Why are you so angry all the time? um and get it from you so you know I do believe that a lot of times it's subconsciously you know a, a trait that a lot of people and you know get from their parents and so I think and I guess I said that was going to be my last question but I think this needs to be asked um do you know do you know or do you believe that there could be any solutions to fix like toxicity in families and create a stronger bond within families and that could be any community but because we're postgrad and black let's talk about the black community do you think there could be any solutions to uniting like a dysfunctional family
1: yeah um the first is communication i feel like (laughs) black people have been silenced for so long and in return we have taught our children to be silent that it's not okay to speak up even to when they are being disrespected and it's just like we silence our children you know when we tell them to shut up we silence our children when we tell them you know they're too young to to know what this is or to understand we silence our children when we don't hold ourselves accountable for the trauma we may have intentionally or int- or not intentionally put on them you know so the first step I feel like is communication um and then being honest and open communication is the foundation to every relationship you know what I'm saying communication then you take it you comprehend it you say I start with a, I feel I feel blank or I felt blank you know when you did so and so you listen and I feel like that's the first step because that's the biggest thing We want to be quiet you know, up until recent, it was not okay to, to tell your mom, so-and-so touched me. You know, you were not allowed to go out and, and tell other people or family members, like, what has happened to you. It was not okay to speak up to, you know, your mom was abusing you. Your dad was abusing you. You know, so it's just not okay to speak up. And it was always taught that you respect your elders. No, baby, when my elders have been disrespecting me, when they've been abusing me, when they've been touching on me, and you still want me to grant them the same respect? You know what I'm saying? When I watched you do certain things and I'm not told, all in all, black people have been silenced because that's our way of dealing and coping with pain. It's time to reopen those doors and create that foundation once again, because mental health is a thing. Generational curse is, is a thing. And I'm glad we're becoming more aware and more open to speaking about it.
0: Yes, Um. yeah. I was going to ask you a question, but I don't know if you want to answer it, so. I
1: got a um question. Yeah. Do you think parents are, nowadays, are really raising children, or are they just, like, dictating and enforcing their authority?
0: That is a great question. Um, me, personally, I'm going to say this. <laughs> and people go, maybe I'm going to step on a few toes. But I feel as if parents in the baby boomer age and whatever generation that was and up, like my parents and probably your parents um, it, it were like that. But now I think that as as kids at my eight, our age, like 23-year-olds are having babies, I think that they're more like allowing their kids to do what they want, you know, not dictating them so much however i do think that there's still there that dictatorship in instilling being instilled in kids um and i personally think that that's kind of messing up the kid's mind because i feel like like going back like going back to the question i asked earlier and you said that um kids are afraid to come to their parents If It's like a dictatorship. Nobody wants to come and talk to you. If it's like always a you shouldn't have done that or I'm disappointed in you instead of understanding and saying, yes, well, I understand. Like, you know, this happened. However, next time, try let's talk about it. Or before you do something, let me know so I can help you. Things like that. But it's always I'm disappointed in you. You can do better like. And I understand that's building character. But also, like going growing up, even not even parents, like sports, things like that, coaches that were well, my coaches, I felt like a lot of times they didn't they personally needed to understand like people are not the same. You can't talk to a a person a like you talk to person B because person a and person B are not the same. You can't yell and scream at person um b because you yell and scream at person a like people respond differently right so i feel like that's also a detriment in a lot of times because people i, I forgot what it is but it's like um, understanding like athletes and how they are how they respond to certain you know things and understanding how to talk to people effectively talk to people so I do think that a lot of time I think that dictatorship mentality is going away as the older generation, in lack of better words, dies off. But I Ooh, think that's... that
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I do think that it's still it's still prevalent in the 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 parenting world. Um, I'm not going to say how I, am a parent, of my children, cause I don't know how I am, but I just know that because of who I am, I know that I'm like a carefree person, you know, if they do something wrong, I'll be okay with it. But if they continue to do it wrong, that's when I will say like, you know, it's time to, it's time to figure it out. Cause we ain't okay. got time, but how do you feel about it?
1: Um. Uh- Oh, sorry. It's late, y'all. It really is late. Um, yeah, I wonder why we're doing this so late. Yeah, me too. So I would say I agree to what you're saying. Um, I did have another question for you as far as do you believe in whooping your child?
0: I'm going to let you answer that question first. Why? Okay. Um, I don't... I, I'm i on the fence Mainly because I was got my ass toe up so many times when I was younger, so you know it goes back to that in, um, subconsciously getting traits from your parents, so i'm on the fence there's a point where you need to whip like spank your ch- children, and there's a point where you don't need to spank your children and it goes back to what i li- literally just said when you have uh, when you have multiple children, you can't treat. Jimmy John the same way as you treat Subway.
1: But if what if Jimmy John notices you treat Subway different,
0: wouldn't that Uh, cause
1: issues? Into into like they might feel like you favor them. That why do they punishment have to be that?
0: Well, that's when Planet Sub and Subway have a talk talk and they say you know they're treating Jimmy John differently because Jimmy John is older or Jimmy John is younger. So and Jimmy John is not the same person as Planet Sub in Subway. and Subway. Mm-hmm. And also, yes, they might see that, but it's also the parent's obligation to say, you know, what, you guys are not the same and that's what you need to teach your children. You are not the same. He, he or she acts different to a whooping than you do. It may, be get, it may go through their head quicker and, and, and Subway probably needs to be set, sat in the corner and talk to but jimmy johnny his ass whooped so it's a difference and i think that parents need to understand that if there is tension between siblings in that matter you need to sit sit them down and understand let them understand like you are two different people that's why we named you uh, that's why we named you jimmy john and subway and no we are not getting sponsored by jimmy john nor subway or Plant sub so Unless y'all want to sponsor us, okay. But. Don't eat there. <laughs> How do you feel?
1: Um, Does I don't you- know. I feel like I feel like I'm indifferent because I was raised in a bit of uh seeing abuse, feeling like my mom when I feel like she was very abusive. Um, you know, and she was a young parent, granted, so. Not just with just getting your ass beat, but um, it was, yeah, it was definitely. So my feeling of that is never wanting to be that angry. Um, so it kind of give me flashbacks when I see other kids like get hit or get a whooping. Cause it's just giving me flashbacks in the negative way. Like I don't want my kids to ever feel like how I feel when I'm thinking about abuse. Then also seeing like domestic violence with two, um, the people, my mom and, um, her, her boyfriend and ex-husband. So it's just like, I see you two fight. And then when you're angry at me, I see you fight me. So it's not a healthy connection that I make, um, that, and in return, it just builds this unhealthy fear in your child that once again, unless your child actually knows what they're getting hit for, you know what I'm saying? They fully understand why when I do this thing wrong, I'm getting something that's for you to put your hands on me, you know? Um, and in my eyes, it's like, I didn't like seeing her hit. So why would you inflict the same pain onto your children? So it goes a little bit deeper. And I feel like because, being a child I would never forget like well granted you need discipline discipline is very necessary um but for my personal comfort I don't s- feel comfortable like doing that I don't feel like I'm a resort to whoopings as my first um disciplinary like action you know it was a point where well, she didn't need belts she need this she was physically punching us so it's just like I don't foresee myself feeling comfortable enough to do that you know what I'm saying at all I feel like like you said there's other forms of punishment um sometimes a whoop I'm not gonna hold you sometimes I needed a a whooping was whooping was needed But majority of the time, no. For most of the stuff I did, absolutely not. Still don't agree with that. So it's just like I'm on the fence about it too. I don't foresee myself whooping my child. Um, I do feel like it can be used effectively. But a lot of people, parents now, especially younger parents, haven't even processed their own trauma. So they abuse it. You know, they abuse what it's actually intended for. So Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Then I feel like I'm not going to have kids so I'm a little older. Anyway, so I'll be a different form of me. So, I don't I don't foresee myself doing that though. Do, do they mean they're going to walk around spoiled and privileged? No. But do they have to associate ang- um making mistakes with an ass beating all the time? No. You know, do, I don't, I don't know. I know.
0: Yeah. And yes. Um I mean, and that's what I like um not like but what i appreciate about um our i guess friendship and i in this podcast because we both um are two different people we you know we're first we're male and female um, we grew up in different areas and we both have different different experiences so um and like we said we're being coming becoming more vulnerable and yeah. you know letting you guys into what we our experiences and it's okay to talk about things like that it's okay to be vulnerable and just let you know understand how, that your feelings are valid and your your voice is valid so and and like i said as i got older i started to speak my mind and i believe that my parents got annoyed with it but hey, they understand me now, because when I was younger, I spoke my mind, but I got my ass beat because I was saying stuff off the wall, but now I've grown up and now I know how to say stuff. (laughs) Yes, and I bet some of y'all will be laughing at me getting my ass beat, because when I got my ass beat, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, it was like a performing an exorcism, but anyways, um that's all the questions I had and
1: uh, yeah.
0: I think it was a good conversation that was needed um, to be talked about
1: I definitely would agree yes so thank you guys for tuning in we once again appreciate your support please check us out on the upcoming Wednesday from the PGP page we will be going live bringing you conversations about whatever topic it is that day um, so, like, share, subscribe to our podcast sites, and we will make sure we bring you guys honest, quality conversations. And I am your host, Amir,
0: and I am your host, Miles, and we are postgrad and
1: black.
0: See you next time.